Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm chatting all about building healthy eating habits. Join me for my live presentation on how to build a healthy habit that sticks. Here's part one. So in tonight's session, I really want to cover, like I've said, the behavior behind building healthy eating habits. A little bit about the Healthy Eating Clinic This is our vision. We exist to set people free from food stress and to teach them how to eat well for the rest of their life. So I'm a registered nutritionist, which means I've gone to university to be a nutritionist, as opposed to some experts that you'll find online who maybe did a weekend course or they just ate healthy for 12 weeks and they were like, wow, I know all about this now. So I'm going to tell everyone about it too. And I've been working helping people change their eating habits in weight loss, in health policy, all sorts of different areas for up to 17 years at the end of this year. And one of the biggest challenges that I've found over the years is that healthy eating has become really stressful because we either are trying to do it and we can't do it, or it's become really confusing. And so there's so much information out there that we're a bit like, well, where do I start? And sometimes because we're so confused about where to start with the information, we become paralyzed and we actually fail to take any action at all. And so one of the ways that we help people one-on-one through their nutrition is I have a team of four dietitians is that we're all about breaking down the barriers. Like what are the barriers to change? How do we actually put healthy information into practice in your life in a way that suits you and helps you get results and not just do it for eight weeks like while you're on the challenge or 12 weeks or your seven day detox or whatever it's actually learning to do small healthy behaviors for the rest of your life because that's when nutrition actually impacts your health it's when you're doing it every day but of course you can't do detox diets every day for the rest of your life or 12 week challenges and so We come from it from an entirely different approach. And really at the end of the day, it's about giving you the skills and the knowledge so that you can develop behaviors and routines that make healthy eating just a normal part of your life. It's just who you are and what you do. It's not something that you have to have motivation to do. So let's start off the session by defining a habit. So a habit is an automated behavior that's triggered by different things in our environment. Now, the result of this behavior is either a self-serving reward that then reinforces the behavior. And things like putting your seatbelt on, being able to change gears, even the way you um, stack the dishwasher at night or fold the washing, all of those things are habits. You do a detailed behavior almost automatically without your brain consciously going, now I'm going to bring that corner of the towel and match it to this corner of the towel, right? And I'm going to fold it into thirds, etc. You just do it automatically. So this happens thousands of times a day. And it's not possible for your brain to be fully conscious of everything that you do because it would wear out. And right now, you're not thinking about your bottom on the chair until now. Now you are, because I pointed it out. 
But just sitting there, your body and your brain in particular is taking in hundreds of different pieces of sensory information that your brain has decided are not important. It's your bottom on your chair. It's the shoes on your feet. It's I'm, now that I'm thinking about it, my scrunchie is very tight. And once I'm done and I'm in my car, I'm going to take this out and loosen my hair, right? But my brain has decided that that's not helpful information right now and it's filtering it out. So you have to remember that so much of the way that you approach food is automated. You don't even think about it. And then when you do think about it, like say you've started a new diet, it's Monday today, the best day of the week to start a diet, right? You get to the end of the day and how exhausted do you feel? Because you were thinking about every little thing you ate, having to do a little bit extra meal prep, maybe cook some recipes that you've never cooked before. Maybe you had to have a really difficult conversation with a family member who was like, ew, kale, like why are we eating that, right? So much more mental energy is going in and that's why we don't sustain these really drastic approaches. If we think about eating chocolate, as a habit. Most of us at the time, like in Australia, want to lose weight. And I've got some stats on weight loss in a second. But at the surface level, we want to lose weight and be healthier. But then we also want to eat the chocolate, which we know that if we eat too much of it is not going to help us lose weight and be healthier because it's adding too much excess energy into our day, right? So how is it that we can want to lose weight like really badly? It really annoys me when people say things like, oh, you're just lazy and you don't want it bad enough. No, no, no. Most people I talk to who come and see me for help with weight loss or wanting to be healthy, they want it bad enough. It just so happens that they also want the chocolate really bad too. And the reason you can have those two wants that somehow contradict each other, but feel them so deeply at the same time is because their consequences are at different time intervals. So when you eat the chocolate, you don't automatically put on three kilos and then pull your jeans on and be like, dang it. Now my jeans don't fit, right? You eat the chocolate, you don't get an immediate consequence of weight gain. The immediate consequence that you get, delicious, very yummy. Thank God, now I'm not going to kill the children, right? Because the chocolate has soothed me, it tastes really good, it's a sensory experience. Whereas weight loss requires a long-term consequence. You could make healthy choices and do healthy things every day for weeks on end and not really see much of a result because fat loss just takes time. And so understanding behavior, like why am I reaching for this chocolate but I also want weight loss and then this fight that we're having, you have to kind of start to pull it apart on a deeper level rather than just being like, oh, I just need to try harder. I just need to pull my socks up and do better. No, you don't actually need to try harder. You don't need to have more willpower. You just need to tackle behavior change like a psychologist. So did you know that there are 2.3 million Australians that are on a diet at any one time, which is huge. It's a multi-million dollar, probably billion dollar industry. There's no lack of options for them to try. In fact, since I put that slide together, there's a heap more that I could add on there. Most of these programs are short term often they're quite restrictive or they require some kind of quite intensive tracking for you to stay up to date or on track with them, either some calorie counting or something like that. And many people struggle to stick with them just even for sort of the eight to 12 weeks that the program might run or let alone really create habits long term as a result of following them. 
And that's because behavior change simply takes time. And so the way that you approach a, a diet where you wake up on Monday, right, ready to be super healthy, and last night on Sunday you drank all the wine and you ate all the chips so it wasn't in your house when you woke up on Monday and you had, <laughs> who's done that? Come on, I've done it. Just like sitting on the couch with a block of chocolate years ago when I used to diet, my husband would be like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, just eating it. So I'm starting my diet tomorrow, right? It's the last hurrah. Get your favorite food. Behavior change, like true behavior change, like changing the actual automated behavior within your brain takes time. It's not the same way that you approach that Monday where you're overhauling everything. It's a completely different change of mindset. All of these diets and weight loss programs don't actually teach healthy eating habits. Now, it is possible to pull habits out of these programs as a result of doing them. And I've met many clients who have done, you know, Jenny Craig program or the Michelle Bridges program or another one. And there's been tiny little behaviors that they do now, automated, that they picked up while they were doing that diet. But what can happen is, is you do so many different diets, keto, paleo, vegan, what a who am I? What am I doing? What am I eating? Sometimes the advice is contradictory. We end up having this sort of incohesive view of what healthy eating really is. So what I want to talk through is the things that we do every single day. Now, this fascinates me because it's actually the little things we do every day like that matter more than the things that you do every once in a while. And I remember working with a client who was struggling to eat breakfast. Now, what would happen is, is she would either have something little for breakfast or skip it entirely. And her first meal of the day was around lunchtime. By the time she got to lunch, she was starving. And what that meant was instead of eating the tuna salad that she'd brought with her for lunch, she went downstairs to the cafe and got a BLT and chips. Now, nothing inherently wrong with that, but She's trying to lose weight. That's a lot of energy. But what would happen is, is then that wouldn't satisfy her appetite. She'd continually eat throughout the afternoon, overeating at dinner. And so I said to her, I was like, look, maybe eating something in the morning might have a flow on effect of helping you better manage your appetite throughout the day. Why don't we give it a try? And so she was like, great. Yeah. We talked about all the reasons why breakfast would help her. We then brainstormed breakfast options that had key nutrition principles um, and gave her ideas that were in her food preferences, so foods that she liked to eat and that she was familiar with. She walked out with a couple of ideas, you know, the tools to put it together, super pumped because I'm a pretty motivational nutritionist if you come see me. She walked out, she's like, yes, this is going to be excellent. Anyway, a week later, we, I saw her again. I was like, how'd you go with breakfast? She's like, didn't do it. I'm the worst person. I'm just not motivated enough. And I was like, all right, let's 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 break this down. Tell me what happens in your morning routine. Oh, well, I, you know, the alarm goes off and I snooze it. And sometimes I snooze it four or five times. And then I look at the clock and I'm like, ah, crap. I get up, I quickly shower, I get dressed, and I get in the car to work. I don't have time for breakfast. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. No worries. What about giving yourself a little bit Anyway, you can see where I'm going here. So it's not that she didn't try hard and that she didn't have ideas and she didn't know what she was doing. She had all the nutrition information, but her routine was starting to fail her because her default 
behaviour every day was not that she didn't want to have breakfast, she knew what to have, she even had the food available in her home. But the very nature of her daily routine of snoozing that alarm, rolling out of bed, getting dressed, jumping in the car, oh crap, don't have time for breakfast, meant that she just didn't put that new information into practice. It had nothing to do with her being motivated to eat healthy or not knowing what to do. And sometimes we need just to give ourselves a little bit more of a layer of self-awareness to go, is it that I'm unmotivated? Like what's really going on here? Is there some tweaks to my routine that I could do to ensure that this behavior can be done every single day rather than just every once in a while? That's it for today's episode. Tune in for part two tomorrow. After years of being bombarded with diet culture, I so understand that the world of healthy eating is super, super hard. My healthy eating program helps people who are struggling with their eating habits to lose weight, feel good about themselves and eat well for the rest of their life. I do this by teaching one nutrition principle at a time and showing you how to establish this knowledge as a habit in your everyday life. This is unlike any other program on the market today that simply gives you a meal plan, a list of good and bad foods, or expects you to change everything all at once. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au. Thank you so much for checking out The Daily Dollop. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so that we can spread the podcast far and wide and so you don't miss an episode.